Pray with me as I try to dig deep. Uh, I believe this morning I got another game changer. Uh, Amen. It's a game changer in our spiritual identity and our spiritual battle. Um, Finding that the choir sung this song because it's entitled Go Get Your Blessing. Go turn to your neighbor and go get your blessing. I've been getting confirmation. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We shall be reading out of Ephesians chapter 1, verses 1 to 3. I'll be coming out of the Amplified Classic, and I'll also be using the New King James in this. Amen. And it reads as such in our hearing. The it would read a little bit different because that's the Amplified. The Amplified Classic reads a little bit different, and it reads as such in our hearing. Paul, an apostle, special messenger of Christ Jesus, the Messiah, by the divine will and the purpose and the choice of God to the saints, that is, the consecrated and set-apart ones at Ephesus who also are faithful and loyal and steadfast in Christ Jesus. May grace, God's unmerited favor and spiritual peace, which means peace with God and harmony and unity and undisturbedness. Let me just explain this a little bit. When you got peace with God, nothing should be other reason. Disturb your peace. Yeah. I don't care what else is going on. God's peace is a supernatural peace that will keep you in the midst of a storm. Uh, shut your mouth. <laughs> to be yours from God our Father and from the Lord Jesus Christ. May blessings, that's praise, adoration, and eulogy be to God the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Messiah, who has blessed us in Christ with every spiritual, given by the Holy Spirit, blessing in heaven and the heavenly realm. And go tell your neighbor, go get your blessing. Go get your blessing. Father, even now, hide me behind your Shekinah glory. Allow me to simply become your instrument. Lord, pour out, pour out, pour out. Say that which only you want to be said. Bring back to my remembrance that which you want me to remember. Lord, even now, Lord, even now, in the mighty name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. As I was praying, I reminded Kenneth Glenn Jr. for you, Adam. 
Stand up. Amen. He has graduated with his master's in accounting. Appointed to Mount Healthy Board of Education. Let's give God some The King James says this it says, Blessed God the Father. The Amplified says, You know, a blessing, praise, adulation. Eulogy. Now, 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 let's see what it says. What it's really saying is that our God is already blessed. Yeah. He's blessed within himself. Yes, he is. Yeah. Listen, so, so even if you don't praise him, he don't need your praise. Listen, the angels in heaven surround him praising him. Those that know that, that, that he is all that will praise him. So, so, so when we praise him, understand that praise is not for him because God is good within himself. God shut your mouth. Listen, listen, listen. God within himself is satisfied. God don't need nobody or nothing. Just he's sovereign and he's God. So therefore, the reason he tells us to praise him is for us. Gotta get that. Gotta get that. You, you can't add to him, you can't take away from him. The reason the Bible encourages to praise him because it stirs something up in your spirit. When you praise him, you, you lift him up in your own eyesight, in your own understanding. It opens you up for God to, to show you more of himself. Hallelujah. You know, praise is not about feeling like you. Oh! 
talk about you. So don't you think that it's already written your book that God has already set up enough grace, enough finances, enough everything to take care of your every need. Our problem is we bring God down on our level. But we, 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 we say, if we don't see it, it's not real. But the truth of the matter is the visible, the invisible realm is more real than the visible realm. Hebrew helps us in this. Hebrew says that that which is seen was made by that which is not seen. That, that he who is invisible to the naked eye still nothing and called everything into existence. So, so watch this. So, so if he says that your blessing is in your spiritual account, then, then, then the quest is, or the understanding is, we need to know how to tap into it. We need to know how to write a spiritual check for what has already been dispensed into your account. Now, the problem is, the problem is, is that, is that, is that, that we're trying to go by what we see, how we feel, instead of trusting God and His Word. The problem is, the problem is, we don't know how to activate faith because only faith opens up your account. Paul was writing to the book of to the Ephesians because they were showing down with material riches that he says, you think that's something? He said, you don't know how really rich you are in Christ Jesus and I don't want you to be so enamored with what the world gives you. In fact, you got God gave it to you. Can I help us? I need to come down on the floor for this, guys. Because this one currently talks. The truth of the matter is we don't own nothing. Since we didn't create it, we, we are stewards of what God has loaned to us. Did you, did you hear that? God has allowed us to buy. He tricks me out every time I read in Genesis 1 when he's talking about the land of Euphrates and, and all that. He said, and there was gold in the land. Oh, yes, I asked the question. I said, Lord, there's no one on the earth yet, so why are you referencing gold? He said, I want you to know that everything you're going to dig up and learn how to use we was talking in the office and we was talking about some thoughts. So thoughts of people who on what we call normal may not fit in the normal scale of being able to relate, but they have a particular skill that will blow your mind. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Oh, 
It's a skill that they have not learned or been taught. They're just able to do. It's a young man that is blind and you call him retarded. But if you put him at a piano, never had piano lessons, you can play for him Beethoven or, or, or the hardest classical. All he needs to do is hear it one time and he's able to play it perfectly. There's a bronze that, that you can give them any mathematic problem. You can tell them the calendar date at a certain a thousand years ago and they can tell you what day it was. Go get it and here I have 
delivered you. I have set you free. It's yours. Listen, I have already won the battle for you, but you must go by my word. Trust in me. Listen, after all God did to deliver them out of Pharaoh's hand, it did not translate into faith. It is possible to experience the acts of God and still don't see it. It is possible to still be stuck on defaults. Anybody in here hot or cold? Hot or cold in here? Now, I don't know what's wrong, but the temperature says it's 75, but it says I'm 65, which means that we're drawing heat up in here. I want to change the default, but I think that the heat in here is overriding what the thermometer is set. But notice what I had to do. I had to literally go to it and physically change it. It would not change. Did, did you know that you have a spiritual default? Listen, the default is not good when it comes to spiritual hunger. Thank you, Sister Kim. Let's, let me give you some fire. This is what she said to me. She said, she said, she said, she said, she said right? You need to go back to default because you ran through it. <laughs> said, you need to explain this. I said, I'll wait off. Thank you. The problem is, is our experience, our baggage, and our background can hold us at a certain level. Now with me. See, all of us have came through something. All of us have been through some hurts. And if we don't allow God to heal the hurt, you are still not. I'll be honest with you. But there is no such thing as standing still in God. You either move them forward, claim it, go to get your blessing, or Satan is stealing from you. There's no such thing as maintaining. Haven't you, haven't you had something come up in you that you thought you had conquered and all of a sudden you face it, a battle that you thought you had beat and a problem in you didn't do what you needed to do to keep moving forward. You got locked in it and the devil came back and said, I'm taking it back. Here you go. Though we walk in the flesh, though you're in the 
don't, don't, don't. Your flesh haven't changed, but you're still in this world. He said, if you are saved, this is for believers. We do not war according to the natural. You got that. Number one, understand what this is saying. If you're saved, you're in a war. Satan just sit down when you got saved. I take that back. He sat down right next to you. Help you. <laughs> you don't know 
dealing with me said, Big Trucks.
Be the next one. That exalt itself against the knowledge of God. Listen, anything that is not scripture that we try to hang on to. Quit rationalizing. Just to say, I haven't reached there yet. And I'm going to use my faith to reach there. It's it's in me and my experience in Jesus. Y'all can, y'all, can, y'all can throw rocks at me later, but right now, bring it every thought. You know what saying? That when a thought comes, I need to let it pass. If it tries to stay there, I need to combat it with the Word of God. I need to say the Word of God out of my mouth. And the truth will show light on darkness. And when you have a dark thought, you need to open up your mouth and speak over yourself, to yourself, for yourself, to start praising God that He is a mighty Savior. In order to move forward, there's some things in my past I have let go of. Many of us are still holding on to unforgiveness. Holding on to listen, listen, listen. It, 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 I'm not saying that, that, that it was right, I'm saying it was wrong. But I'm saying that, that when you hold on to a forgiveness, it doesn't hurt nobody but you. What I'm saying is, is that they might give us some folks. You gotta live a lesson. You can't hang with the same crowd and do something new. Yes. Yeah. 
is the Old Testament picture of us. Their experience in the natural is our experience spiritual. Pharaoh is a type of death. Egypt was their bondage. It's us living in the world under spiritual dominion of Satan. Y'all got it? Now notice what happens. They did not get delivered by their own strength. They're delivered by the miracle power of God. Now hold on now. Even after they got delivered, they were still in bondage in their mind. When God tells them, don't get your blessing, they said, we can't. Because we are grasshoppers in our own eyes. And then they're not, oh, hold on. They lied. Let me show you what they Yes, their image of their self was messed up. But did you know that the whole nation of Canaan heard about what happened to Egypt? And they was terrified. <laughs> they saw the cloud of fire at night. They saw the they saw all that. They heard about their God. And they are thinking those people with their God is coming here with trouble. Tell, he tells 
Moses to, to lift up the staff. Yes, sir. Yeah. I saw that. Yeah. But you know what hit me this time? Uh -huh. Holy Spirit said, why do you think it's named the Red Sea? He said, what happened to Pharaoh's army? I said, as he was coming across the Red Sea, covered. So what happened to the power? Covered by the Red Sea. What happened to the past? Covered by the Red Sea. What happened to the previous chapter?
Yeah. 